What's up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work with Shannon and Abby, where we give you that after work, happy hour energy, and talk about everything other than work, baby. Ow, ow. Ow, ow. <laughs> if you guys are new here, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. And on TikTok, it's at drinksafterwork, no underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for new bars and restaurants to go to, events to go to in the Boston area, join our private Facebook group. We have almost 4,000 girls joined. So crazy. It's insane. Everyone there is super nice. People are finding roommates. People are finding, you know, girls to go play sports with, whatever it is that girls do. They're future bridesmaids. (laughs) They're future bridesmaids. So become a Boston body today. Link in our IG bio. Link in bio. (laughs) Shout out Hoobie. Shout out Hoobie. (laughs) Sorry, I'm so annoying. Okay, so we are back in the studio today. We're happy. We're having fun. We're fit. We're fab. We're in a good mood. It's been a good day. It's actually been a really long freaking day. I don't know about you. Yeah, I had to go to the office today. Same. How dare they? Like, ask us. Not only do they ask us to, like, wake up in the morning, (laughs) which I feel like is asking for a lot. They want us to, like, shower, sometimes wash our hair, put on deodorant. Well, I haven't showered yet today. (laughs) (laughs) Put on, like, presentable clothes. Mm -hmm. Get into our car drive sometimes stop for gas get a starbucks (laughs) walk into the office with a fucking smile on our faces how dare they the audacity (sighs) you got me with the presentable clothes part because that's honestly the one reason why i don't like going to the office yeah and it's been so weird like the the cloudy weather in boston Mm -hmm. the past two days it's been like is it weird that kind of like it Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. Because, cool. you know, when you're in the office and, like, you look outside and it's, like, sunny out and there's, like, a girl, like, across the street, like, yeah. wearing, like, a thong bikini, like, playing beach volleyball and you're, like, shit, <laughs> like, my life work? sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I work. I don't work. I don't work by the beach. I don't know what <laughs> But, like, I you're you just, like, all right, like, my life sucks. But then when it's, like, a shitty, cloudy, rainy day, you're, like, all right, everyone else is miserable. Like, I can mm-hmm. now enjoy my time in the office. Exactly. No, but I, I, I will say, though, like, we haven't hit daylight savings yet. So we're still in that weird like period of time where you wake up and it's pitch black out mm-hmm. and you're like, I just want to go back to bed. And then it's like kind of raining. And then you go to the office, dr- you drive in the dark to get to work. You work. And uh, like, I personally hardly ever take a lunch break, which I feel like is probably not that like, you know, healthy and like whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> something I'm working on. But, um, and then you get out of work and it's dark out. So I'm like, okay, I'm basically like a creature of the night that doesn't see daylight who doesn't see daylight but it's okay do you have a window near your desk no i mean there's like windows like on the outskirts like i'm in like the middle do you have an office yet no you should i know someone work on that that's listening someone like figure that out thank you if i was still there you'd have one (laughs) anyways so Uh, my boss would like never (laughs) listen to this and if he did he'd be like shut the fuck up (laughs) i'm sure someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows your boss is gonna be like abby said if she still worked there (laughs) Oh my gosh. That I, Shannon would have an I office. I feel like if someone ever told my manager was like, Shannon really wants an office, he'd be like, I don't even have an office. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. Oh. I like take my director's office if I like need to like be in an uh, office. That's funny. Anyways, um, we, we digress. Had, <laughs> we had a good weekend. It was a really mm-hmm. special weekend. Um, so this episode is going to be dropping on Wednesday, but Abby's birthday was on Monday. Mm-hmm. She's officially part of the 26 Club. How do you feel? Mm, one year closer to death. One year closer to death. Woo. Or maybe one year closer to life. You know what I mean? Well, you know how they say, like, 
so I turned 26, but technically I just completed my 26th year. You're 20. Oh, like you're in your 27th year. I just started my 27th year of life, but I'm technically 26. Yeah. That's how they do it in Turkey. Like in a lot of Europe. I think America has a lot of things wrong and that is. Yeah. Like the fucking like metric scale versus like (laughs) Celsius Fahrenheit. Like, I don't know why we do it backwards here. It's so weird. So technically when I was 20, I could, we all could have been drinking. I have a weird theory that like America doesn't want us to go to like another country and like they want us to be like embarrassed. <laughs> like like an America, like it's like, I feel like when you go to like France, everyone fucking hates Americans. Or, like they're so stupid. Cause you walk in there like, oh, I'll have le crepe. <laughs> like, and they're just like, get this bitch out of my face. I feel like I they- just found out there's no such thing as French toast in France. It's just toast. Well, they no, it's not called toast. They don't have French toast. Like they don't have. Yeah, why is it called French toast? I feel like all they have know. is like escargot. Like you go to French toast <laughs> expecting like crepes and 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 French toast, and you just get a bunch of snails. <laughs> I've never been, so I don't know if that's true or not. But yeah, anyways, this weekend was my birthday weekend. Um, it was pretty low key. But it was good. It was good. Uh, Mr. Man and I went to Salem because he had never been. I've never been either. What? I know. I was going to tag along with you guys if I didn't have to like take a flight out Saturday morning. But oh yeah, was I it fun? Um, so here's what I'll say. I've been okay. to Salem a couple times during the month of October, but always during the week. Like it was for work things. So it was during the weekday. Okay. And work it was things. fun and it was spooky and cute and whatever. I just don't go to Salem for Halloween on the weekend. Just don't do it. Is it like too, is it like so much? There was, I knew that there was going to be a lot of people, but I don't know why. And it wasn't even like a COVID thing. It was a capacity thing. Like just to get into any of the stores, you'd have to wait in the super long line outside just to get in. Okay. And it just like wasn't a vibe. I mean, it was fine. We walked around, we like got like a late lunch, early dinner, we did go in some stores. I tried to do like a reading, but Mr. Man talked me out of it. He's like, that's a waste of money. And I Agreed. was like, you're probably right. Um, but yeah, just don't go to Salem for Halloween. Before though, we did go. If anyone is looking for like a cute fall activity to do and you have a car and you're able to drive, um, it's not that far. It's less than an hour away. It's called Rus- Russell Orchards. Have you ever heard of it? In Ipswich? No. Wait, is it like a cute, like pumpkin, apple, like yeah. bullshit thing? Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. I've been looking for like a cute farm. So I've been thing. here. I've been there a couple of times. Like, like they like during the summer, they have strawberry picking, but during oh. um, the fall, they have apple picking. We did not go apple picking because I don't really like apples that much enough to like put in manual labor to like get them. Right. Okay. But we still got fresh <laughs> apples from them. But. It was cute. Like they have like a little like farmer's market and we got like a bunch of fresh produce and we got apple cider donuts and it was fun and cute. And so I highly recommend it. It's Russell's Russell Orchards. I feel like it's just like the classic basic bitch like checklist for the fall. Like even Mm -hmm. if like I don't even like apples or whatever it's like i i need to go to like an apple orchard and get like a pumpkin latte and like have a fall day or else like i can't continue existing and i know that sounds so stupid and like tone deaf but like it's just simply the truth you're not wrong (laughs) i like to i have an embarrassing story about 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 
an apple orchard recently. Oh, you know, I've heard, I've heard this, not from you, oh, but I've heard this. It's embarrassing. <laughs> oh my God, you heard it? I did. It's like getting around. <laughs> so we went to, me and Michael and actually my parents, we went to. It's honestly we Actually, sad. when we were in New Hampshire. Like, I know, you, you left to you, go apple picking. Yeah, because I left me, um, me, Abby, Mystery Man and Michael were in New Hampshire we left Michael and I left in the morning we're like all right we're gonna go apple picking we met up with my parents we're like it's gonna be like a fall day Michael's like you are so annoying I'm like hey like babe like so we have <laughs> we have to have like a fall day so we go to the apple orchard it's still like a little warm out it's like you know late September yeah, at it was this a point. good day to go we go and you like take like the whatever like tractor thingy like that you hop on to like go to like where the orchard is you're out there all of a sudden I realized there's like trash cans or like not trash cans but like bins in front of each area and it's for people who like eat apples while they're out picking apples <laughs> they can throw them into so it's like you dispose of your waste properly and not just like uh, throwing apples around smart. cute but there was a bunch of bees that were like going over to those big bins and literally infested with bees I've never seen anything like it I get off the trailer and by the way I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast I have crippling anxiety from bees, bees. <laughs> she does it's not like a cute like oh my god no I'm scared of bees too I'm like people are like oh my god yeah me too I'm like no 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 not you too you don't understand what you, too. you don't understand like I've gone to therapy like spent money like talking to a therapist about my crippling phobia of bees if I see one I start she to, makes a scene and the, it's very sad. The whole world goes away. It's just me and this bee. I'm sitting there. I start sweating. I, like I completely black out. I hallucinate. Like I don't, like literally I could be sitting next to the president of the United States. I will make a scene. Like act <laughs> like a child. So I'm out there and there's bees swarming around us. We're like trying to pick apples. It was getting to the point where like Michael's next to me. He's like trying to bat them out of the way. Like, cause oh, they're like, can't make a man. They're literally like, like a bee is like flying like towards my face. Like I'm like covering my face and like, I'm not like a fighter. Like I just break down. Like, I'm just like, all right, that's it. Life is over. <laughs> and flight. I didn't know what to do. I was like trying to run away and I'd run into another bee. I start like hallucinating, like having like an actual, I, was, I started crying, like bawling my eyes out, sit, standing in the middle of an oh, apple that part orchard. Was left out. Standing in the middle of the apple orchard, just actually hysterically crying like ugly crying my parents were like what the hell is wrong with her michael's like hugging me and there's just bees swarming around us and i'm crying meanwhile all the little kids who are like five are fine and they're like <laughs> they're like running around like climbing on the trees like throwing apples at each other like unbothered by the bees and there's a 26 year old woman like just like bawling her eyes out i basically had to be like airlifted out of the <laughs> out of the fucking Aww. apple orchard to safety and michael's like why don't we just like buy some apples <laughs> Yeah, you could just head down to Whole Foods. And yeah, he was like, honestly, Shannon, though. you're so lucky I'm not outdoorsy because I feel like if I tried to date a guy that like loved the outdoors, like I hate bugs, I hate bees, Same. I'm allergic to poison ivy. It's just, it wasn't meant for me. It's funny that you bring that up because when we were at the orchard farm, whatever thing, there was a trash bin and there was a few bees. It wasn't f like swarm with the, and I thought of you. You thought of me? I did. It's kind of cute. <laughs> we did go out though for, for your birthday, which I thought was, oh, yeah. I love that place. It's yeah, so it good. good. Barcelona, it's very basic. I feel like everyone probably listening to this knows of Barcelona. If you haven't, they have two locations, one in the South End, one in Brookline. Both locations are fabulous. You should so go. It's tapas, small plates. Very like yummy. The, the thing with Barcelona too is like, it's not like a classic, like a Marial or something that's like a club, but yeah. it's so upbeat and like fun and the music's loud. And there's always like a big crowd of people around the bar, especially at the South End location. Mm -hmm. So you could go with the group and like, you kind of feel like you could like vibe like to the music. It's very like a fun environment. Like it's not like you go to dinner and you feel like it's super quiet and you're like sitting yeah. there proper. Like you can let loose and just like have a good time and it's all tapas. Oh so yeah, the bar was popping that night. So fun. It so was amazing. 
birthday weekend was good. Mystery Man surprised me on my actual birthday with a lot of nice things. So that so was great. I loved that. Made me shed a tear. Oh, no need to cry. All happy tears. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> um, but I forgot that you were gone this weekend. Yeah, I had like a whirlwind trip. You were gone for what? Less than 48 hours? Yeah, I was gone for 24 hours. Um, so my dad races cars. Um, he's been racing cars since I was like a baby. His, so he like races in like a certain like division. It's like, there's, you know, some professional racers, um, and some people that do it as like a, it's like part of like a, a club almost. So it's the SCCA for those of you that follow racing. <laughs> I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, anyways, his like goal like in life. So he, he races like at a lot of like the regional tracks. So there's like one in New Hampshire. He races like some of the bigger ones like in Virginia and, uh, one in like Glen Falls, New York. So there's like all over the place. His like dream has been to go to Indiana, like to race at Indy. Like that is just like the most impressive racetrack in the country. It's the oldest racetrack in the country. Biggest spectator session, like section out of like any sports arena basically. So he finally got the opportunity to do it. Like he'd be invited to go and he did. He got invited. Aww. So exciting. So it was like a nine day event and like he like Holy drove out shit. there with his like- He was there for the whole nine days? Yeah. So he drove out there like 20 hours to Indy with like his mechanic. Like they like took the car in a trailer, like, you know, got there, was staying at a hotel for nine days. So there's like all these quali like qualifying races, like just adjusting your car, doing this, doing that, like qualifying for like the big main race, which was on Sunday. So- my mom, my sister, and I, we, like, flew down Saturday night and, like, we're there in time for his race on Sunday. Aww. It was so funny. I felt bad, though. Like, I wanted to get there earlier, but obviously I work, so I couldn't. But I was just, like, I felt like we, like, rolled. Darn. Like, he'd been there for, like, nine days, like, working and, like, doing all this stuff. the last minute. Literally, my mom, my sister, and I, we, like, roll in on, like, a Saturday afternoon. We, like, take a nice, like, convenient flight. And we're, like, hey. We, like, go out to dinner with him. Like, go to, like, a really nice steak place. Um if you're ever in Indiana, the oh, what was it freaking called? Saint June, Saint Saint something, Saint something. Let me know if you're ever in Indianapolis. <laughs> it was amazing. It was one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. It was so good. Um, I didn't realize that when you go to a steak place in Indiana, they ask you if on the side, like instead of being like, oh, like do you want like the the Caesar salad to start? They're like, do you want tomato juice or Ew. um or navy bean soup? That I got tomato, tomato juice, juice, tomato soup. It was like tomato juice. It was like good. Gazpacho? They gave you like a cup of tomato juice. <laughs> like that's what they do. I was like, shit. It was awesome, but it was huh. amazing. Anyway, so he, he raced on Sunday, and it was just like the coolest thing ever to like be at that track and like watch him race against all these like crazy cars. So I was really proud I think of him. That's, if you're listening to this, Dad, aww. I'm proud of you. I, I think you. it's so cute to note that like I don't know how old your dad is, but obviously he's old, like old enough to have a daughter that's 26. So for those of you that are listening in your twenties and you are comparing yourself to people like, Oh, you know, they seem so much further in their career. They have this, they have that. Like sometimes it takes years, like until you're in your thirties, forties, fifties, sixties to check things off your bucket list that you've and been to wanting hit to goals do. and to like live your dream. Like it took your dad, however many years he, I don't know how old he is, but he finally checked off that bucket list thing that he's always been wanting to do that is so true I actually fucking love that you just said that you know because like I feel like sometimes even with like financial stuff like I know when I was yeah. like 23 I would sit there and I was like oh my god like this girl like started this business and she's already a millionaire by the time she's 23 and like yeah there's stories like that but then you also hear about stories who are like of people who are like oh I wasn't 40 until I started my business and completely took off and like yeah. everyone just has such a different journey exactly and I think that's really beautiful I don't know how we just got on that, but I'm, I'm happy. It we just did. like came to me. I don't know. 
Brava. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Drunk Deets. Drunk Deets. Have you seen the show Squid Game? No, I I think I'm too faint of heart. Because it doesn't, it, like, would it be giving away anything to say that it's people who, like, are in debt, debt and lots like of lots of debt and like literally like this doing these games and like winning this money is like kind of their last ho- like hope yeah. for themselves yeah i feel like that's that would a just, good spark notes i think and i've never watched the show because you 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 gave me the spark notes and i was like i'm not watching it <laughs> my i would have this like pain and like my you know when you get like the like knots in your stomach when like you, you feel empathy. like your friend is like mad at you like and you can't sleep yeah. and you can't eat like i would feel like that watching the show oh that's sweet it just makes that shit makes me so sad. Well, yeah. So it is a little sad. I'm not going to lie. The first episode, I was like, it was kind of really sad. Like, I honestly was like, felt sorry for the main character. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're kind of pathetic. That sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? And you have to watch it. You're to kind know. of pathetic. Yeah, sucks. a little bit. Like, when, no. yeah, I'm not going to give anything away. Okay. But, um, I end up growing to love the whole like cast the whole there's like a crew of like I don't know six or whatever people that are like the main characters okay. and they're wicked funny whatever but the first episode I wasn't sure if I could get through because I was like this is so sad but like there's a lot yeah. of funny moments but it just goes to show that like in order for me to actually watch a show or a movie it has to be fucked up okay <laughs> like, yeah I was gonna say because you did a great job watching that one show with me what was the really messed up one shit the <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's gonna cra- the I center, remember. the center, or yes, like whatever. Was it but it was very, 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 very fucked up. Yeah, and like I was with you, and you like were powering through it, and I was like, okay, like she's I think watching we watched this. like half a season. I yeah, and I was like, but I didn't think you liked TV, and you were like, oh no, I this don't. is messed up enough for me to like. And I was like, okay, which is like explains why I, when I put New Girl on, you're like, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to say I don't care about New Girl. It's boring. Um, but so basically, Squid Game, highly recommend if you haven't. I'm sure everyone and their mom is watching it except for Shannon because Netflix is is in some in some fire okay so basically this movie is uh, i almost turned it off when i realized it's one of those movie or shows where they originally speak in korea and they have like their mouths, a voiceover yes they have an okay. american voiceover and like you can't help but watch their faces and you're like Ugh. and like your mouths don't match the audio whatever i got past it but so basically this whole movie is korean and so there's a lot of korean um like symbols symbols numbers letters words on the screen and so i guess there was a real phone number leaked and so basically squid game i don't know why netflix is being the one to like do they produce it oh i don't know oh maybe yeah maybe that's why they're in trouble Okay, maybe, yeah. So basically, there was this phone number on a business card in the show. And I don't know what possesses people, like, when they're watching a movie or a show, to be like, hmm, let me dial that phone number and see if it's real. I agree with you. Never in my life would I watch a show and be like, let me dial that number. Like, what do you expect to fucking happen? Like, what are you going to say? What are you going to say to them? Like, I want to join the game. Like, I want to join the Squid Game. Hi, I'm in debt. Is this real? (laughs) Like, I don't know fucking. So basically, there's this poor Korean man who is getting thousands of phone calls a day probably hundreds and thousands of phone calls a yeah day. and so he is like basically i don't know if they are editing the scenes to block the phone number or add a new phone phone number but basically netflix is like they're probably gonna get sued because this, this guy probably complained and was like i yep. can't use my phone because everyone's calling me mm-hmm. 
that's just so stupid. How it, I also like, I don't know how like Korean phone numbers work, but in America, they always do like the five, 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 right? Yeah. Cause like that's you, it's not a real not number. A real if it's number. five, five, five. So why wouldn't they just do their equivalent of that? I don't know. So stupid. That's classic. I know. Okay. Um, uh, our last drunk D we only have two this week. Um, but really exciting update. We have from... a very, we're on brand TVs. Oh yeah. TV, TV shows. I know. I kind of like when we take a break from like influencers and fucking like fucking Kim boxing and like it really is <laughs> like a shot of adrenaline to not talk about that or the I kardashians agree. i agree <laughs> okay so sex in the city reboot i know we talked about this like i feel like it's been a couple so long, months like, ago yeah three months ago at this point but they are going to be having a reboot um Carrie, I want to call her Carrie Bradshaw. Sarah Jessica Parker like released a short like preview like trailer thing and said like coming in December. So mm-hmm. we don't have the official launch date yet in December, but we know it's coming in December. It's going to be called and just like that. Dot dot dot. Okay, wait. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't really watch Sex and the City because it's not um, spooky enough. Or not not. It's just not enough. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my question. Oh, wait, wait, actually, you ask your question, then I'll okay. ask you my question. Okay. And then we'll so- compare questions. Okay, cool. Um, so it's, I like researched this a little bit and it says the new reboot follows Carrie, Miranda and Charlotte as they navigate the journey from the complicated reality of life and friendship in their thirties to the even more complicated reality of life and friendship in their fifties. Mm-hmm. Who are they missing? Samantha. And why? Um, who's Samantha? Remember we talked about that. Kim Cordrow, uh, Cordrow or Cordrow. Oh shit. Cause I know that there's four main characters. Yeah, Samantha is missing. The Why? blonde, the blonde, like the the one that everyone wants to be. Like they're like, oh, you're the Samantha. Like she never gets married. She like <gasps> oh, messes around. The, like the, she's the PR, the publicist PR. Like she's just like yeah. the, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like Samantha's goals. Okay, they well, always why? like her and Carrie, back. her and Sarah Jessica Parker always feuded allegedly. Sarah Jessica Parker like claims that they're friends and she didn't have an issue with her, but Kim. Oh my gosh, this is gonna drive me crazy because I just hate what? What saying are you people's names wrong. Kim, um, who? Her name. Sorry, that was a hiccup. <laughs> Samantha Sex. That went right over your head. What? I hiccuped and you didn't even notice. I don't mind the hiccups. I don't like the burp burps. I would. I would never burp <laughs> on on camera. Yeah, I feel like you've you've never done that. Okay, Kim Kim Catrall. Ka- Ka- Who's that? So she's the actress that plays Samantha in Sex and the City. Basically, she oh. was always just like, first off, she said that like Sarah Jessica Parker wasn't very nice. She said that she was a bitch and like had her like nose in the air and like thought she was like the best because like she was the, the star she's of the, the show. Main character, yeah. Yes, but everyone watches. Okay, so here's the thing. I can see both sides. I do think that, so Kim basically was like, I get paid less than Sarah Jessica Parker does. Well, because like she's the main character. However, Sarah Jessica Parker is the only one that didn't have to show like her boobs. Like, because they had like sex scenes in the show and stuff, and like Sarah Jessica Parker didn't have to like do things that the other girls did. So Prude. Kim, Kim was like, "Listen, I'm, Just like, kidding. I'm." She's also like older, like she's like older than her, and she's like, "I have to like show like my boobs Maybe and like all this stuff, and I get paid less." Boob job. Maybe I mean I don't know. Sarah Jessica Parker has a great body, but I think she just that was part of the deal. Was she didn't have to show maybe like, she's a third nipple. Maybe I honestly think it was like more uh-huh. of like a hey you're a bigger actress thing. But the thing is, like, she was like it's fine. It started off that way, but after six seasons, so Samantha's character becomes like the most popular. Like if you ask anyone, like she's the star of the show. Like Samantha is the star. Oh, really? Everyone, yeah. I mean, people love Carrie, but you all kind of like everyone kind of fucking like you love to hate her, and hate to love her. She's like, she's annoying. She's the most relatable. Like. She has a boyfriend and she's like, oh, like, what if I want more? And like, you know, goes back to her ex. Like, she does all the stupid shit that we all do. 
Yeah. So you hate her versus Samantha is just like someone Everyone that, wants to be her. Everyone wants to be Samantha, but no one's Isn't actually she like, like that. the sex god. She like always does. Yeah, but like she's stands. also just like a boss. Like she always sticks up for her friends. Like she's like a, probably I would think like the coolest job. Like she just has like kind of everything going for her. She's super confident. Like she's just the embodiment of like confidence. Like I almost picture like who Alex Alex Cooper is today is mm. kind of like who she is. But no one's actually like that. So she just always complained and was like, after six seasons, like we should have all been paid fairly. We all like became such like brand name characters at that point. So I do get both sides to it. Who do you think I'm most like? Um, Out of all four, I don't. I'm not going to be offended because I don't. I think you're probably a little bit of like a Carrie. I think I am too. She's like the most relatable. Maybe a little bit of Charlotte. Like Charlotte really wants to get married and like find a nice guy. Like I don't know. You'd yeah. have to just watch the show. Mm. Maybe you're kind of a Miranda sometimes too. Who's Miranda? <laughs> She's like the like kind of like angry bitter one. I'm oh, kidding. I am angry and bitter. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not angry and bitter. Mm. I think we're all a little bit of like all three, to be honest. All right. Well, that's it for drunk deeds. Short and sweet this week. Yes, short and sweet. But we are <clears throat> to take a serious note. Mm-hmm. We've been in something tragic happened. Something horrible happened. Something earth shattering. R.I.P. We almost lost someone very dear to us or something, I should say. Yeah. So Instagram and Facebook were down this week. Oh, I know it wasn't the answer you were hoping that we would say, but it was very tragic. I it took me a couple hours to notice. Me too. But then once I noticed, I was like, oh, my God, we need to fix this immediately. I know. You were the one that told me that is just weird. Usually I'm the one. I'm the one who told you because Michael told me. And then I texted Michael immediately because I needed to know more. <laughs> you cut like, out the middleman. You're like, yeah. all right, Shannon's obviously not going to provide me the answers that I <laughs> that I so seek. Oh, I started freaking out. Okay, so basically, I'm at, the reason why I didn't know about it was because I was obviously at the office, like working. Yeah, and I'm not like at my on my phone during work. Just kidding. But <laughs> when you see like, oh, you're couldn't not. load. <laughs> When you say it couldn't load posts, like you're not going to assume Instagram's down. I'm just like, oh, my phone's probably just being weird or whatever. I restarted my phone so many times. I remember my director like walked by and was like, oh yeah, like, like something about his Instagram was down. I was like, all right, that's weird. Like whatever. And I kept hearing people like make comments about it. But then Michael texted me like this long thing being like Instagram and Facebook might be like done for good. Like, do you see what's happening? And I was like, what? And I sent it to you because I was like, oh, Abby probably knows about it. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't know for a few hours. And then once I realized, so we started promoting our event in the Facebook group mm-hmm. that we're having this third. Did we talk about that? Did we talk about our, Oh my we, God. We didn't talk about Oh my God. We what didn't. is wrong with us? Are we okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if you guys are listening to this as a quick aside, yeah, we are having an event on this Thursday. So, so tomorrow. Guys, yeah. So when you're listening to this, it, it will be tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow yeah. night. We're having the event. We partnered with Dezo, um, I think we've we had them on, so we've obviously talked about them. The before. Dezo boys, the Dezo the boys. Dezo boys. Um, we we partnered <laughs> with them to put on kind of like this whole Boston event series. We're gonna have a ton more. You know, we're starting off with the happy hour to see how that goes, but you know, we have plans for a boozy brunch, some NFL Sunday fun day things, a lot of fun stuff coming. But lots of fun coming. You know, it's going to be at Scorpion Bar in the Seaport from 5 to 9 p.m. It's 100% free to attend. So come get a drink after work with your girls. We've been like posting the flyer for it on mm-hmm. our Instagram and there's like a code there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on our Instagram. I post the flyer every single day. So just make sure you screenshot the flyer. 
mm-hmm. and then show show the flyer because they'll scan the code and you can get a free Dezo. Yes, yeah, so you'll get one free drink with admission. And like I said, it's complete or like Abby said, um, it's completely free to attend the event and your first drink is free. So you really have nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a ton of fun. Also, if you're a member of our Boston Baddies Facebook group, we put the flyer there as well. So that's another reason to join. But the more the merrier, honestly, we've been telling people, unlike our previous events, which were like, you know, gals focused, this one is going to be um, for boys and girls or whatever you are. You can come. Come one, come all. Um, there's no like limit. So if you want to bring like five of your friends, 10 of your friends, come. I know I told my friends at work. I was like, hey, guys, like after work on Thursday, like come by and grab a drink after work and Mm -hmm. literally like have a happy hour. So we want it to be super low key. Like there's not going to be anything like insane, like speeches or like a big like theme to it. No, we just wanted to create as much of like a, Hey, we're all working professionals in the city. Let's grab, you know, a happy hour drink and just get to know each other a little bit. So definitely come through and it's, it's from five to nine, but like if you get out of work at like six 30, come through. If you get out of work at, at eight and you're like an investment (laughs) banker or some shit come through then, um, we'll be there the whole time. Yeah. So basically we started promoting that in our group and I was like, we were getting notifications on it, but then it stopped. And I realized that the last one, it was like five hours ago, so-and-so liked your post in Mm -hmm. the group. And I was like, wait a minute, something's afoot. Like (laughs) that's not right. So then I started freaking out and I was like restarting my phone. I was like yelling at mystery man. I was like, why does your Wi-Fi suck? Oh my God, of course. Like how can I find a way to start a fight with my boyfriend? Because literally Instagram and Facebook are down. (laughs) That's classic. No, I know. I was freaking out. It's like, what is going on? Blah, blah, blah. And so then, then you helped me realize that it was not in fact my Wi-Fi or my phone. It was, you know, the freaking global issue the thing that was probably i don't know if i want to say the most shocking or the least shocking was how fast the entire fucking planet (laughs) job jumped onto the conspiracy theory bandwagon like literally within two hours of instagram and facebook being down i'm trying to like pull up the text from my boyfriend because like you know he goes a little off the off the rails i think he convinces me like it's Um, nothing and i started spreading that yeah, I was just kind of like, okay, like, and obviously, like, I don't know anything. So I, I always just assume everything he's telling me, like, must be semi accurate. But he was just like, oh, shit. I can't find it. Okay. He was like, Instagram, or rumor has it, Facebook and Instagram are gone, gone. 75% of its open source code got deleted. I was like, what does that mean? Like, okay. He's like, it's been off all day. It might be gone for good. He was like, 1.5 billion consumers' data is for sale on the dark web. Like, <laughs> he's like I don't know I feel like all of a sudden like I was like on like Twitter like trying to figure out what's going on people were like are all of our data is being sold like to China like our identities are gone like democracy as we know it is over like this is the end like the government's being overthrown like it's upon us you want to know what's a problem what is that I was more so concerned about the podcast not being able to promote the podcast not being able to promote the Facebook event rather than all of our personal data being hacked and exposed and like no i 100 care i was like i just i just need this event to not be a flop i need facebook to get up immediately yes like i need facebook to start pulling its weight honestly isn't that sad that was my first thought i agree with you i think that i was way more concerned with like okay, so Instagram is gone and Facebook is gone. And like, I, I genuinely believed it. I was like, yeah, I mean, imagine our like world just completely as we know it changes like that. Nothing would surprise me. Which is crazy days. to say about like a social media platform, but it's true. 
I was so concerned because I was like our podcast, like our Instagram for our podcast, like that's where we communicate with you guys. Like that's where we like DM each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is like where our Boston Baddies Facebook group is. And I was like, I just care so much about like the community. community. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, my personal Instagram, I don't give a shit. Like, no, take it. Not at all. <laughs> but like, it, it made me wonder like, cause I, for the rest of the day, when, when Instagram came back, I saw all these posts where people being like, was it just me or like, would, would I, I have not been, would you guys have not been that upset if Instagram was gone? And it just kind of made me realize like, why do we feel that way about a platform that we use so much? Yeah. I mean, I think when my, my screen report comes up out next week and it's going to be like down eight hours. Cause I didn't spend those eight hours on Instagram, <laughs> constantly checking our Facebook and whatever. But I think it depends who you are. I think, you know, people who make a living off of Instagram, I think all the small businesses, oh yeah, like who sure. would be dramatically affected by that, you know, they were probably shaking in their boots. All the influencers that, you know, promote things for a living on their Instagram probably were shitting themselves mm-hmm. also. Um, but for the regular person, you know, that doesn't have a podcast to promote like you and I, like if we didn't have the podcast, like I think the world would be a better place without it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, it's crazy. And I feel like it kind of did tie into what we talked about last week too. Yeah, that's true. If you guys haven't listened to last week's episode is episode, I think number 41, 41. It's called, yeah. it's okay to not be okay. Basically, um, I just opened up and was super vulnerable, which is super unlike me. So um, go check it out. Basically, I just opened up about some body image insecurities that I've been dealing with. And, you know, the feedback. Thank you to everyone that's reached out and shared kind words. And, you know, it related or it resonated with some people and some people didn't. But regardless, a lot of kind words were shared. And I it was like appreciate so, it. I know. Yeah, I feel like so many people reached out. And it had like such, a, such an impact. Like... I feel like we always like see how people react after our episodes and like so many people had good things to say and we're like, I've been there too. I'm going through it. It was so many nice messages. It was, it was sweet, but it got me thinking to like last week's, I, I'm not even kidding. So like I mentioned, my birthday was the other, was yesterday. It was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, like Snapchat and Facebook, it'll do like memories from a year ago today Mm -hmm. or whatever, however many years ago today, I was looking at, what I looked like last year on my birthday. And I was like, oh my God, I was so much skinnier. My hair was blonder. It was so much longer. Oh my God, I looked so much happier. This, that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like so easy to compare yourself to like uh, a like a still you. life of like, in like maybe and at the time, like you probably had so much shit going on, mm-hmm. but you don't remember that now. All you see is like the happy photo and you're like, oh, I was like so much happier back then. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was all because of, just a single photo and it's like who cares like if i didn't see if if what was it snapchat and facebook didn't remind remind me i wouldn't have even been able to compare myself like because i wouldn't have gone looking i wouldn't have gone looking for that but obviously it's there everything is once you post it it's there on the internet forever it's so true yeah i feel like that's such a big thing and i think also like tying into that theme is just like in general like comparing yourself against other girls like from a body image perspective, I think it's, I mean, we've all been there, right? Like you go on Instagram and you see um, all the like Instagram, like models and all the girls who have like these like perfect bodies and like are always posting the same picture in the same bikini every single day. <laughs> Nothing against them. I would do the same thing if I had that body, I guess. But like, 
Preach. It's so easy to like see that every day and just it completely just takes such a shot out of your self-confidence. And then when you go to post an Instagram photo, you have that like, anxiety of like, do I look skinny enough? Do I look pretty enough? Like, are there like, will people see this and think like, oh my God, like she doesn't look good or like, oh my gosh, Shannon gained weight. So then you're like, oh my God, do I Photoshop myself? But then what if people see me in person and they know I don't look like what I look in my like pictures and I'm going to be one of those girls that people talk shit about and are like, yeah, Shannon looks nothing like she does in her pictures. And I feel like there's all that anxiety. It's just like put into like one application. It's insane how much, and isn't the whole conspiracy behind what happened with the shutdown is that basically like some, what do they call them? The guy whistleblowers. that spoke up, whist- yeah, I don't understand that. That whistleblower said like Facebook, Instagram knows how toxic these apps are for like young people. Yeah. And they're do and they don't care and they don't want to do wasn't it. They it, don't want to regulate. Wasn't anything. it either like Forbes or the Wall Street Journal that like just announced or like released an article about how it is like a known thing that like like Instagram was like trying to hide a study. I think that's what you're talking about. Where yes. like it like is proven that Instagram has a ne- negative effect on the body image and like leads to like negative com- consequences for female girls and like yeah. their development, which is so scary. And it's even scarier because like we I feel like we know that already. But it's just crazy to think like how they know that too. You know what I mean? Like we all know. Well, I feel like the reason why they they know it and they don't care is because if you're unhappy with you, like if you're unhappy with, you know, maybe your skin, like maybe you have acne, you they're going to target that. They're going to put ads on your Instagram mm-hmm. for like that new foundation that's going to cover so everything. True. Or, you know, if you're, if you have a little belly and, you know, you want to lose a little bit of weight, you know, they're going to, they know that they're going to target that and they're going to put, what is that? Fit tea, tummy tea. Oh my God. The what fit tummy tea. Yeah. They're going to just put like those makes, ads on your thing. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's all a whole marketing thing. Like they, they don't care about our well being. All they want to do is make money. It's so crazy. Yeah. I feel like the, the body one is huge or even just like you go on Instagram, you see a girl with like perfect skin. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you're like, Oh my God, like my, it's my fake. skin sucks. And then you see a girl who like, I read somewhere it was like, it's not normal to not have pores. I feel like sometimes we forget that. Like you should have pores. Exactly. Like, I feel you like every time I go on Instagram, everything. it's like people's faces are airbrushed. Like, and we're all trying to like chase after this like attainable look of like no pores like your pores are there for a reason like your body is covered in pores and like that's okay <laughs> and I feel like we're all just trying to like erase them and then it doesn't make it worse I know I'm going on a tangent but you go to Sephora go off, sis. you go to Sephora and every single fucking product pore is minimizer. like pore minimizer yeah. like skin tightener skin lifter I'm like never in your life or I'm sorry are you gonna put on a product onto your face that makes your pores go away or that lifts your face physically upwards like unless you get a facelift like that is not fucking happening but it's just like it's just like Wait, so. Wait, can you really get rid of your pores with a facelift? No, I'm talking about the facelift, like lifting your face. Oh, lifting. I don't think you you you. I don't think it's get, physically possible. I don't think you should get rid of your pores. Like, I mean, try to clean them out. I, I don't know, but like clean them out, get a facial, make sure that they're like you know good up there or whatever. But it's just like so messed up. And even beyond the body image stuff, I think the another big thing is just the the jealousy and the envy in general. Like, yeah. I go on Instagram and I see a girl like in her stories, like she's always, she's taking a private jet and she's like popping up, open a bottle of Cristal and she has a fiance who just got her like an $80,000 engagement ring and they're going to fucking Bora Bora in their private jet. And you're just like sitting there at your nine to five and you're like, wow, my life sucks. Like I must be such a failure. Like what we were talking about earlier. Like, yeah. wow, I, I, I failed. Right. I think for me, it's the, um, 
definitely the travel shit I get jealous about, but mm-hmm. also like the home. Like I oh. see those influ- they're not I don't know what you call them. I guess influencers. I think it's like the mom, the families, like where they have like they're they're all in the south because to get that ha- to get the southern homes that these like I should say mansions, it would be worth double in New England oh, because yeah. the real estate here is outrageous but like it's like the only way to get a house like that is to either come from old money or hit a big or to move to the south and get the like your dream home and i'm like oh my god like i'm never gonna be able to own a home like that yeah and i'm like why though and like, then like you're like my mom always calls it, like the wants like you get the mm-hmm. wants like if i watch too many influencers all of a sudden i'm like oh my god like i need this like stupid like whatever th- this does or like oh, okay like i need to have this really expensive carpet and it's like no i don't and I just feel like it's, um, I was, I'm obsessed with Downton Abbey. I don't know. I think cause it like, it sounds like your name, you know? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, my mom and I, we, we always watch it together. And I was just like thinking about it. I was like, wow, like it's crazy that there was a period of time where these people, they didn't even have like landline phones, never mind cell phones. So they like woke up every day and like lived their lives and had their family and like had children and like whatever they did without any idea of what other people were doing. Imagine living in a world where like you had no idea what fucking Tiffany, who's like an Instagram, like, like whatever, who's living in LA. Like you had no idea what she's doing because she lives in LA and like, how are you ever going to see her? Like, I feel like people's mental health, like I just couldn't imagine how much happier people would be not knowing what other people are doing. Cause you're not going to compare yourself to other people if you have nothing to compare. You're just going to be like, right. oh, I feel happy. I'm living my life. But then as soon as you open up freaking Instagram, you're like, wait, I shouldn't be happy though because this girl has more money than me and she's prettier and she has like better this and better that. Ignorance is bliss, I'll say. So true. And remember when you were like a kid and you only had like AIM? Yes. Like you'd only talk to people via AIM? I would come home from school and... I would like be outside exploring with like my next door neighbor and I wouldn't be thinking, I wouldn't even be thinking about what everyone at school was doing after school because I was too busy living my life. Yeah. I was having fun. I didn't have a phone that I was constantly checking. No. My mom was like, come back for dinner, come back when it gets dark. And like, that was it. I'd go off, do my own thing. I didn't care what anyone else was doing. I just wanted to live in the moment and have fun with my friends and do freaking cool, cool girl shit off in the woods riding my bike 100%. like playing manhunt and it was great and, and i was so happy and back think then. about just like how much more like content you are just like because you're you're more focused on like how you feel mm-hmm. than like okay like i don't think i should be happy because i don't yet have xyz and if you yeah. just live your life thinking like i won't be happy till i have xyz like in the end of the day it'll never be enough and you will never be happy which is just like i think the sad reality of of like our world right now yeah um well you have to remember people choose what they want to show you online they only show you the good things that's so true but i just like i hope that everything that happened is going to make people kind of like wake up and be like okay you know why am i letting this app like that could be one day deleted like define how i feel about myself and i know it's easier said than done but i don't know i just think it's like all so fake it is and we put up a poll on our instagram today And it was because I was just, you know, curious, like if you had to give up one platform forever, which one would you do? TikTok or Instagram? I I said TikTok because I I don't really go on TikTok that much. 78% said TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I was 
I don't know. Maybe I just actually have a TikTok addiction <laughs> and maybe it's a me thing, but I was kind of shocked. But I feel like it just goes to show how we have we all have a toxic relationship with Instagram. 100%. And I feel like we just sat on here talking about how like- How when bad we, it is. When we thought it was like deleted, everyone was like, I secretly like wished that it was. But it's almost like you said, it's I think our relationship with Instagram is like a toxic a toxic relationship. Like you have like a, really, a romantic relationship. <laughs> like with an ex. Or like an addiction. Boy. Yeah, like where you know how bad he is for you. And like, you know, realistically, you would be so much happier without him, but you can't help but like go back. Because like we like- I feel like we almost like so many people get their like identity from like their tick, like their Instagram. Like that's like how they feel about themselves. And like realistically they're like, yeah, it sucks. But like given the opportunity to delete one, they're like, they're not deleting Instagram. You know what I mean? It's just like when your I friend know. like should break up with that guy and like, she just won't freaking do it even though she knows she should. Well, I, I might, I might get my identity from Instagram, but I get my happiness from TikTok. <laughs> you love it. You're a TikTok lover. TikTok. You're a true, you're a true I TikTok do. I girl. I think I have a problem, but I was actually, I say this, like I don't do this every night. I was scrolling on TikTok the other day. And do you know who Tinks is? I do know who Tinks is. T-I-N-X. Yeah. Do you know what her real name is? I don't. I thought she was just Tinks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't is that know. short for? I don't know. What I that's call my short sister for. Tinks sometimes, so like it. I kind of like. Thought it was Binks or something. Yeah, Tank Banks. A little bit of something. Ink. 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 Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know. We're both like ink. Ink. <laughs> it's fun to say Tinks. Yeah. So she's this. Honestly, she she's blown up since TikTok. Like she oh, yeah. she was a nobody before TikTok, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she just started like putting shit out there that she thought was like funny and relatable, and people were like, "Which is Hell true, yeah, bitch." She is funny and she is relatable, and I enjoy her videos very much. But she posted one the other day that I thought was interesting, and I'm not really sure if she came up with it, but I learned this from her, and it's the stockbroker versus venture capitalist dating theory. Ooh, I love when you talk smart. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So I actually knew what a venture capitalist was before this. Okay. But I did look up the, because if I tried to explain it in my own words, I would butcher it. But I looked up the definition for you guys in case anyone listening doesn't know. It's okay if you don't. Um, but basically a venture capital is a form of private equity and a type of financing that investors provide to startup companies and small businesses that are believed to have long-term growth potential. So keep that in mind for later. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. So and- like on Shark Tank, like they are venture capitalists, right? So... Right. They yeah. usually come off from, yeah, well-off investors, investment banks, and like any other financial institution. Right. So, and then a stockbroker, I'm sure everyone knows what a stockbroker is. If you don't, uh, I don't know, go take a one-on-one finance thing in college. <laughs> I don't know. But- uh, <laughs> A one-on-one finance thing. Class. Class. <laughs> yeah. Um, Something So like basically that. what the theory is, is that men date like stockbrokers okay. and women date like venture capitalists. Okay. When you first told me this, I thought you said that men date stockbrokers and women date <laughs> venture capitalists. And I was like, like all of us, like what does that mean? But so, no. so like a woman will date like a venture capitalist. So what is the mean? mindset of one? Okay. So basically it's a, basically a comparison on how men and women date differently. And like when you're in the beginning stages of like courting someone or whatever, oh, like courting. how you, I know I'm getting wow. all fancy. This okay. Today. Go off. Um, go off, sis. Go off, sis. Um, okay. So basically the theory is women like to 
invest in men. Okay. You know, they date based on potential. Like, oh, if, you know, he moved out of his mom's basement <laughs> and got a real nine to five, like he'd totally be great. He'd totally be husband right. material. Okay. And you know, if he ever like gets like a driver's license, like maybe he would finally drive me like to like Applebee's and like if he ever like figures out his finances, hey, maybe apps. he would like pay for my dinner. Half pipes up, so I'll get you. I I freaking I love the Applebee's, and that's why you and Michael work together. I know. <laughs> but so basically, Tink said that you know women think of men as a diamond in the rough. It's someone that they can spruce up, someone that they can change, help oh, them, yeah. you know, help them become better versions of themselves, so which true. is a huge mistake because I feel like people don't freaking change. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. But yeah, to put it, to put it bluntly, yeah, they don't. And so like a venture capitalist, you know, they take a bet because that's basically what venture capitalists are doing. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously they do a shit ton of research into whatever they're they investing look at the, in. They look like analytics. Yeah. They see like, you know, most times actually this don't quote me, but I feel like most, most venture capitalists, when they invest their money into something, it usually ends up well. Maybe it depends on the venture capitalist. I've never heard of one not going well from personal experience, okay. but that's, but obviously there are ones that are failing, but basically for the most part, you know, they take a bet thinking that with their help and a little bit of luck that their investment is going to turn out in a couple of years mm -hmm. because you know, these things don't happen overnight, right? Whether it's, you know, a business blooming or, you know, personal growth. Mm -hmm. So, and then she also compared it to, you know, you have board members, like you have a, a board, it's called the board, you have board meetings and you have board members. And so basically you have to convince the board members to like your investment, mm -hmm. AKA the board members are your friends. Right. Do you, do you get it? I do get it. And so she said, men on the other hand, date on what's exactly in front of them. So how does she look today? How does she make me feel today? What kind of job does she have today? Right. How much money does she make today? Like a man isn't like, oh, in, in five years, she'll probably get like promoted to being like the marketing executive. Like mm -hmm. he, he doesn't think that way. He's like, okay, like what is she doing right now? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, she said, you know, they don't want to have to scroll through a girl's Instagram to find the one good picture like we do for guys. Like they so want to, you know, hand their, I don't know. I don't know if guys actually do this, but like the hand their guy friends a phone of, let's say it's you, like Michael wants to show you off here. Here's Shannon's Instagram profile. It's like fire pick after fire pick after fire pick. And it's not like you're scrolling to find like a decent picture. Like guys want to just, you know, have it straight in front of their face. Like boom, boom, checks all their boxes off. Um, or a little bit of devil's advocate. Obviously all my picks are fire because I like edit the fuck out of them and make sure that they look fire and the guys are so stupid and they'll just throw up something dumb. But I do get your point. You know? <laughs> yeah. We don't like, it like is hard to picks. find a good picture of any guy. I feel like unless they like ask someone to take pictures of them, which makes me really uncomfortable, but <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yeah. So basically the theory is that, you know, women make a mistake of investing in men. I feel like, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. I feel like you should take it for what it is and not the potential. Cause I feel like if you are dating for the potential of what this person could be, you're going to end up disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah. I agree with you. I think that so many girls like go into re romantic relationships at first being like, okay, like, you know, he doesn't, um, 
you know, he's not like super polite and like he's gotten into like a few screaming fights with my mom and like, you know, doesn't ever do his hair, like doesn't really wear deodorant and like whatever. But, you know, if with a little bit of sprucing up, like he can be like the man of my dreams. But then when like the honeymoon stage roll, like wears off, all of a sudden they're like pissed at the guy all the time. And he's just like, dude, I've just been doing the same shit. Like right. I, didn't, I didn't change. But it's like that girl was waiting for him to change. And it's like, no, honey, like this is who he is. Most likely this is who he's always going to be. I mean, obviously oh. people can better themselves, but I just think that, you know, girls get their hopes up from day one thinking like, oh, you know, he might treat me like shit today, but you know, you know, he's just so busy. He's so stressed with work. Like, no, like if he is justifying treating you like shit because he is stressed at work. No, he's just a piece of shit and you need to leave him. That's so true. Don't give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, you know, when busy season's over, like don't like treat me better. Like, right. Why are you making excuses? Don't make excuses for him. I 100% agree with that. I have a question because I feel like I think men might change, not really change for a girl, but I could see a guy like putting his best foot forward to like lock her in. But, um, but you can only put on a facade but, like, for so long. For a little while. I feel like I see a lot of girls changing for boys too. When a girl changes for a guy, like, do you think that lasts a little bit longer? Like is like more change permanent? Change in what way? Like, think? I don't know. You meet a guy who's like really into sports and all of a sudden you're really into sports and like do everything he wants to do. Like, do you think that, I don't know. Do you think girls change more for guys than they do for, for girls? Like, I, I don't know the answer. I'm literally just wondering. Um, that's a good question. I think, I think there's some truth to that because yeah. I think, um, like I can just think of personal examples of like me trying to be, be like a better person for mystery man because you know, he's like a neat freak and very clean and like, I'm not compared to him. So like, I try to be aware of that. Okay. And yeah. change for the better. And I try to I feel like, like that's like healthy though. No, yeah, those you are know, all healthy like you, like, things. That's not you becoming like a different person. But I also like pretend like I care about skiing and snowboarding when I don't, but like <laughs> I want to bond with him over something. True. Yeah. He knows that though. That's a good point. Like I feel like guys are less likely to do that. Like a guy's like more likely to be like, I want to do this with my friends. Want to come along. Like I don't really yeah. see a guy being like, okay, great. Like, yeah, let's- like a guy would never take up a sport for a girl. Yeah, or be like, okay, yeah, I can't wait to like go to see, um, you know, Wicked on Broadway. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Unless it was like a birthday present. I don't know. That's just like a weird aside. But I completely agree with you. I think that the issue so many of us girls have, and like I've one hundred percent been there, is like dating someone and thinking that they will change for you. In the end of the day, a person is not going to truly change who they are for you. They won't. Like, and you could be with someone for, I don't know, five years, but eventually the other shoe will drop. Like, they're not changing for you. Someone changes if if they truly, like, want to change for themselves. Like, I think if you go through, like, your life and, like, you've had all these, like, issues and, like, you go to, like, therapy or, like, you work it out and you become, like, a better person or a more whole person... That's awesome. I think if you're changing with the incentive of like, I'm changing for this other person, like it's never long-term. It's just like not sustainable. But I feel like even though we know that we constantly make the same freaking mistake. Yeah. Girls never learn. <laughs> they always learn the hard way. I also like someone commented on the TikTok, which I thought was kind of funny. And they were like, they were like, I also feel like venture capitalists operate on volume. Like they make a lot of bets knowing that most of them won't pan out. Like, I feel like that's so relatable. Like, I feel like girls, like, um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of girls I know at least, like, they're just like, all right, like, I want to, like, 
maybe talk to like a few guys and like choose the one that like I think is going to like be the most like financially whatever like take care of me the best <laughs> or do this best or do that best whereas I feel like when a guy truly finds a girl that he likes he's like yep like that's it like I like that girl done and we're just like more like indecisive I think Basically. Oh, I'm very indecisive with everything in life. But I feel like, well, I don't like put, I don't like one of my friends is single right now. And I always tell her, I'm like, don't put all of your eggs in one basket because you can't assume that guys are like only talking to you. True. Cause then you're going to be let down. I also like, I think that, I don't know if that's toxic advice that I'm giving her. I don't think so. I think it's like <laughs> smart. Like if you're like in the beginning stages of dating, you should like have your options yeah. unless you guys like talk about like I remember when I first started talking to Michael like we had a conversation I was like are we like are we dating like or he was like are we dating exclusively like, like until you say that yeah and the exclusive talk, you never want to yeah. like assume something because what if he is literally going on like a, a date with Amanda on Monday and then Jennifer on Tuesday and then <laughs> you know who's on Wednesday Jessica Jessica and Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always go back to honestly? Who who messaged us being like? I forget. She was like, "Hey, I think like her name is Amanda." I she forget. was like listening to this, like knowing your name is Amanda, and I'm like, I'm honestly, so I, I don't know where we get this from. I know so many nice Amandas <laughs> and Jessicas. I don't know why we keep going back. to I think it's the three syllables, like Amanda, Jessica. You know what I mean? It just like hits different. I just want to lay it out there. We would never use a name of someone we actually didn't like. Yeah, no, never. It's always because then it would be obvious and the person would know. <laughs> so if Amanda, Jessica, you're listening. You're all right in our book. 100%. Yeah, no, I, I think that with like that situation too, like with talking to a guy and like not putting all your eggs in one basket, I think like a really like important like little note on that so many girls like write into us and are like, okay, like I was talking to this guy for like, I'm talking to this guy for a while. Like I really like him. He goes hot and cold or he does this or like, I feel like he's playing games, but like, it seems like he really likes me. Just wanted to add that like, for the most part, we talked about like men taking things at face value. Men aren't there. Com they're not that complex. If a guy really likes a girl for the most part, he's not really playing games with her. Men don't usually play games with girls that they like. That's what that's, that's what girls do. We play mm -hmm. games with guys that we like because we want to keep them interested or we want attention. So we'll be like, oh my God, I got a text from like this other guy the other day because you want to make him jealous because like, I don't know, that's just what we, <laughs> what, why do we do? I don't know. We just play games to keep things interesting or maybe just because we're all a little bit psychotic. Men don't, like if a guy finds a girl he likes, like he is letting her know that he likes her. He's showing up <laughs> on time for the date. He's not ditching uh, her. Like he is like all in. And it's like that movie, like he's just not that into you. He's like, I once like called every single like Jessica Parker in the phone book until I found the right one. Cause when a guy finds a girl he likes, like that's it. Mm -hmm. When a guy's playing games with you, like there's he doesn't exceptions. like you. There's exceptions to every rule, but it's because he doesn't like you and because he's like, okay, great. I'm going to like, you know, reach out to this girl when I feel like it and I'm not going to, and I don't feel like it because she doesn't really matter enough to me to like value her feelings. And I know that's like so hard to hear, but I feel like it needed to be said because oh my I've God, been there and I've been played so many times by. I literally am laughing to myself thinking about all the times. Cause I feel like we can say this and until you learn the hard way or, you know, for my case, like it took me, you know, 
dating mystery man to actually realize that it's a hundred percent true because yes. I think about all the guys that not all not that there's that many but like the all the guys has, <laughs> I, I think about all the guys I've talked to in the past where they treat me like shit and then I'm like oh why doesn't he text me back oh why did he ditch me oh why did he do this why did he do that and I'm like because he doesn't like you Addy. he doesn't like you yeah because you will like if you have to wonder if a guy likes you he doesn't like you and it sucks to say and you know the truth hurts but like I never felt like so more sure about Mr. Man because, you know, he acted like he liked me. Like it's, even before we had the exclusive talk. So true. And I know we've like talked about something similar on the podcast before, but I feel like it needed to be readdressed because I was in the same boat, like in college or like in so many relationships I've been in where like, it's like the guy just, they're giving you signs that, you know, they're not, they're just playing not that games. Yeah, playing games. And I, I took, but, but like, to them, it's not playing games to us. They are yeah. playing games. Cause in our head, they're playing the games that we would oh play them, but to them, they just don't care and they don't like you. So they're just, you know, treating you like however they want. But to us, we're like, Oh, oh he's, he's taking games. two hours to answer. He's playing he's games. He's doing no. it on purpose. Like he, he obviously care. likes me. Like he wants, like he put his, <laughs> Oh my God, this is this most pathetic, but it's so true. Like he put the story, he put this Instagram story up, like knowing I would see it. No, and we have this like special like connection. And like, he put those like song lyrics up because he knows it was my favorite song. Like from when I was in fifth grade, like, no, he didn't. Like, I'm sorry, but he just didn't like, I'm the same way when I met Michael, he was like, I like you. I would like to date you. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I know it like that's catches how- you off guard. You're like, oh, so this is how you're supposed to be treated by someone who exactly. likes you. And it's honestly oh. like, not even like I'm special or anything like that. I just genuinely think I met someone who happened to like me and I still don't know why. And I wake up every morning wondering like, why, <laughs> why? <laughs> but it, it like, it does, it does happen eventually. And I think like we spend so much time like obsessing over like, cause when we play games, we act a certain way and we're like, oh, he's just doing the same cause he's obsessed with me. Like, no, he's not obsessed with you. Yeah. Like he is just living his life. But that just needed to be said. Yeah. Also, okay, I'm not going to lie. I did ask Mr. Man. I was like, wait, I know what a stockbroker is, but can you just please like refresh my memory? And he- <laughs> You're like, no, no, I totally know. But I like, totally if I didn't, know. If but- I didn't know, like, what would you say to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a hypocrite. But basically <laughs> he said something about buying and selling. And so the way I related it to Tinks's theory is that like okay so if men date like stockbrokers you know they buy this stock and then they just sell it when it's bad so girls are more likely you know the the stock goes bad they're like no 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 it'll go back up it'll go back up no the stock it'll go back up it'll be fine like everything will be all good again soon but guys are just like no this girl sucks i'm gonna kick her to the curb whereas girls are like more hopeful and i think they're in denial also like you know like when you trade a stock and you're like always trying to get like a better one so it's like when a guy i don't have money and he like (laughs) he like um he dates like one girl who's like kind of like maybe pretty and she like raises his like I don't know, like, you know when you see a guy and he's, like, with a really hot girl, so it, like, makes him hotter, like, somehow? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, like, he's dating this girl, and, like, she's kind of hot, but then he, like, ditches her for a girl that's, like, hotter, and he's, like, playing up. And that's, like, he's, like, trading. Now I'm pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm I'm so rattled. But, you know, uh, the more I think about it, the more I do believe that men date, like, stockbrokers and women date, like, venture capitalists. Okay, I love it. Well, if you guys are listening to this and you agree, let us know. If you don't agree, don't let us know. We don't like to be told that we're wrong. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Keep it to yourself. I'm kidding. <laughs> what, whenever you guys have feedback on our episodes, we always love it. Um, but that's all we had for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you have a great rest of the week, a great weekend um, when you go out there this weekend. Honestly, throw up pictures on your Instagram. Who fucking cares what you're doing, who you're with? Maybe try to limit that screen time a little bit. I know that if this mm-hmm. whole situation has shown me anything, it's that 
I think I just want to spend less time looking at other people's lives and more time enjoying my own. So let us know if that resonated with you guys at all. But we appreciate you listening every single week. If you guys get a chance um, and you're listening to this on Apple, if you guys could go ahead and subscribe so that every single time we drop an episode, you get alerted about it and you don't have to like wonder like, where is their episode? <laughs> I don't know if that happens to anyone, <laughs> but if it does, um, subscribe on Apple, leave us a rating and review. It really helps more than you know. And every time we get a new review, it like makes us really happy. Even if yeah. it's like not that nice, even if you're like, you know what, subpar podcast, subpar hosts, like we'll take it. The next person to leave a review, um, I'll, I'll share on the pod. I'll read it out loud and oh. shout you out. Imagine it's something like obscene. I'll still read Make it, it out. fun. We're gonna have a competition. Whoever can come up with the most like wild we'll send you merch. Wild review ever, we'll send you some merch. And we'll we'll keep we'll keep true that. We'll yeah. put that on our Instagram. And just a PSA, if you leave a review, it might take one to two business days for it to populate on Apple because they're slow. I don't know why. Don't don't come for us, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening every single week. We love your continued support. You guys have been amazing. It's been so fun watching the Boston Baddies group grow. It's been so amazing seeing um this podcast just completely soar through the roof. Every single week we see more and more of you and it's been an absolute honor being able to talk on here. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your week and we will see you guys so next nice. week. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>